Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. I'm here to help you find the answers to the most frequently asked questions from my clients about self-directed retirement accounts. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of AdMail. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. On today's episode, we're going to be chatting about solo 401ks, developing a patent, and putting it in your IRA. And what about turning a regular self-directed IRA into a checkbook control LLC? Can you do it? So three really great questions from three super smart people. So without further ado, let's get right to it. First question is from Valerie F. of Alexandria, Virginia. And Valerie wants to know, I have a rental real estate income. Can I use that to contribute to a solo 401k? So without knowing more, Valerie, there's one important thing to um uh, cover. And that is, is the rental income treated as Schedule E or Schedule C? Schedule E means it's passive rental real estate income. Okay. That means you don't pay Social Security and FICA tax on it, which is great. But the downside is it's not available for contributions to a plan. So most real estate and passive investors will have their rental income on a Schedule E because it's not subject to the Social Security FICA taxes, which can, you know, travel as high as 14 or 15%. So that's legitimate savings for most passive rental real estate investors. However, if you're running more of an active real estate business, like a management development, even a rental real estate business, and you're treating it as an active business, you're going to report that on a Schedule C, as in Charlie, and that will allow you to take deductions and reduce that net taxable income. Now, the disadvantage of being a Schedule C taxpayer is you do have to pay Social Security, FICA, and obviously tax, federal state tax on your net Schedule C income. But the advantage is that income is available for contributions to a uh, IRA or 401k plan. So it's a trade-off, um, but facts dictate, right? If it's active, it's active. You got to be Schedule C. If it's passive, it's passive. Although I know a lot of real estate investors that will turn some Schedule E to Schedule C so they'll have some passive and then some active management so they can make contributions to a 401k, minimize the amount they have to pay in the Social Security and FICA bucket, but basically take the rest and just dump it into a 401k. So say you had $100,000 of rental real estate income, maybe you're under 50, maybe you put 25 into C, the rest in E, all this income in E, you don't pay Social Security and FICA, this 25 in C, you pay Social Security and FICA, but the rest let's say 20,000 bucks, you just dump into a 401k, get a tax deduction. So you're generally just paying a very, very small amount of Social Security and FICA um, on the net amount, but you can then dump most of it into a retirement account instead of giving a lot of that back to the government by way of taxes through a Schedule E. Because with a Schedule E, you still have to pay federal and state tax. You just escape Social Security and FICA. You still have to pay federal and state. Whereas if you move something to C, you could reduce your, your state and federal tax by way of a 401k uh, or IRA deduction. So great question, Valerie. And that's something you, you, know, you can work on with your tax advisor. Second question is from YouTube. I have developed a patent. Cool. Can I contribute that to a self-directed IRA? So 
The answer is generally no. Why? Because everyone would do that, right? Everyone would take some type of creation, some stream of income, dump it into an IRA or Roth IRA or 401k, never ever pay tax on it, right? So it's like you work at Apple and you say, hey, Tim Cook, you know, instead of paying me hundred grand this year, just, you know, contribute it to my retirement account. You can't do that, right? Um, then no one would ever pay tax again. Or, hey, I own this copyright or this royalty or this piece of real estate or this crypto. Let me just dump it into my IRA and I'll never pay tax when I sell it. Can't do it. Um, you can buy a patent in your IRA. You just can't buy it from yourself, right? So if you want to buy from a third party, a non-parent, non-child, non-spouse, non-daughter-in-law, non-son-in-law, non-entity controlled by you or such persons, you can do it. So if I had a great patent and you're like, hey, I want to buy that patent. And then all the income from that patent will go into my IRA, no tax, you can do that. But if you created the patent, you can't dump it into your IRA. There's something called a ROBS, a rollover business startup, where technically a corporation's created, it's funded by a 401k. And then at that point, you can contribute the patent to a C-Corp, which is owned by your 401k. The C-Corp still has to pay corporate tax on any income associated with that patent business, but then any dividends from that corp can go back to a 401k without tax. So there's some ways to minimize the taxation of patents, but generally you just can't contribute it or sell it to an IRA or Roth because then everyone would do that. We would do it with any asset we own personally or developed or designed personally and just shelter it in a retirement account. You can technically invest in a patent through an IRA. You just can't be the patent designer. It's got to be a, a third party, non-related, non-lineal that develop or devises that patent. And then you can invest in it through a retirement account, but you can't um, be the one that develops it. So really, really a good question. I get that um, kind of concept question a lot. So thank you, whoever posted that. Third and final question of today's podcast is from Justin B of Oxford, Mississippi. And Justin wants to know, I need to set up a self-directed IRA quick for an investment. Can I then convert the self-directed IRA to a self-directed IRA LLC? And the answer is yeah. We get this all the time, Justin, where people are like, hey, I got to make this investment into XYZ uh, fund or XYZ company, or I got to buy this asset, real estate, whatever it is. I don't have time for you to set up the LLC. I need to get this deal done in a week, five days. Um, this is what I want to do. I'm going to set up a self-directed IRA. I'm going to contribute some money or a rollover, and then I'm going to buy that asset. And then could I then contribute that to an LLC? So I have a self-directed IRA LLC where the LLC then has the asset. It's owned by the IRA. I control the LLC's manager. And then I actually have my checkbook control, but I didn't start with the LLC. Uh, and the answer is, yeah, no worries, Justin. We do this all the time. Let's say you have a piece of land. You buy it in an IRA. So it's IRA Financial Trust Company for the best benefit of Justin IRA. And then we want to add an LLC to it for limited liability protection. We just quick we just do a contribution of, of the asset to the LLC in return for 100% of the units. So the IRA will ultimately own 100% of the LLC. The IRA asset, that uh, real estate land, will be in the LLC. Uh, we would document all this through an operating agreement, quit claim the asset from the IRA to the LLC. But then the LLC will be owned by the IRA. You'll manage it through uh, as the manager, as per the LLC operating agreement. And we'll help you get a bank account. We can even open up a bank account for you at Capital One. Uh, we'll get a tax ID number for you. And then you'll have your checkbook control LLC where you have 
limited liability protection over that asset. You control it as the manager and you ultimately end up where you want it to go, but you just didn't have the time to do the LLC up front. So it's a great question, Justin, because this actually happens uh, quite often uh, where people just need to um, set up the um, account quick because they want to um, get the deal done. They don't have time for the LLC and all that jazz. And uh, we just do it down the road through a tax-free contribution of the asset to an LLC in return for the LC interest. So thank you for that question, Justin. Thanks for Valerie. Thanks uh, to the uh, smart person on YouTube. And uh, thanks all of you for listening or watching on YouTube. If uh, you have questions, send them in. You can uh, shoot them to info at IRA Financial. Just say ad mail or ask Adam. Um, and uh, we will add your question to the queue. Um, and if it's super good, I, I may, you know, have it sneak up on the line. But either way, send it in. There's no cost. You don't have to be a client of our financial. Uh, whole idea is we learn from each other and some great questions. It's a great way of learning is just listening to other people's questions. Uh, don't be shy. You don't have to even include your name, uh, just an email. Um, I, I promise I, I don't disclose people's last names, just their first name and um, first initial and last name and, and a city. You don't have to provide your city either. Um, I'll just put YouTube or Twitter or whatever. So uh, the most important thing is just uh, send in the question so we can all learn from each other. And uh, I, I also learn from, from from all of you. So it it you know pushes me to, to uh, stay sharp and uh, provide you uh, the most um, you know accurate and updated content that that I could do as 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 a tax lawyer. So thanks again for spending some time with me today. Really appreciate it. Have an amazing amazing holiday season. And talk to everyone again soon. Take care. Thank you.